0: Ask the (laughs) Hodeg...
1: No, do a question right now.
0: What's your question?
1: No, you think of one.
0: Do you like Just Might Exist podcast? Negatory, Ghost Rider! That's so mean, Hodeg! Ask it again. Yes, Okay. Hodeg's honor. He was confused.
1: He was confused the first time around.
0: He was confused. Huh? How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> this is...
0: For anyone who doesn't know, that if this episode comes out on Friday... Which it will. It'll be the first time ever that we're recording the same day we release, and we'll never do it again, because it is 10am my time and 9am Lindsay's.
1: Yeah, we tried to coordinate, and sometimes life just gets in the way, but we are committed to sticking to a schedule... No, we're not, but we're trying to... We're
0: committed to trying. Yeah, we're committed to 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 trying,
1: and I have full confidence that I can get this up before 2 p.m. my time, depending on how long it takes us to actually record it, but...
0: You know what? I believe in you. Thank you. Full faith.
1: I'm probably not going to add sound effects, But, but that's okay.
0: You know what? That's fine. I haven't added sound effects for, like, weeks now. You
1: haven't, and it's also fine. It's fun. Yeah. You can decide which what kind of podcast you want to listen to.
0: Exactly. Also Noel got mad because of the weird scream at the end of Harryman. She was like, "Erica, what the fuck was that noise?" What was the weird I was like, scream? What noise. Did I yell at you? What was that? No, I think you put like a scream sound effect at the very end. <gasps> I didn't mean to. Oops.
1: Sometimes that happens because when I when I edit it and I like need something for later, I'll move it all the way to the end of the audio track. Oh. But then when I get it cut down, it either, like, I don't see it past, like, the end of the actual track. So I'm like, oh, that's fine. Sorry, Noelle. <laughs> I will do... <laughs> I'm not going to make a promise to say that's not going to happen again, because it probably will.
0: No, I think it's funny. It's a
1: fun secret bonus if you listen all the way to the end. <laughs> Oops.
0: Yeah, apparently it scared the fuck out of her. I was like, Noelle, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm
1: going to go... Because I don't usually listen to them. I don't know, because... I'm. I don't like to listen to the sound of my own voice, but...
0: No, fair. I don't either.
1: Peek behind the curtain on podcast editing.
0: Yeah, peek behind the curtains. We're trying our best. Neither of us are audio engineers. Okay, so before we really get started, this episode is for the protesters and supporters of Black Lives Matter. I was going to say that too. Yeah,
1: if you don't support that, we don't. Don't listen to us. We don't want you to hear it.
0: If you do have the means, please take the time to, like, donate to some of the bail funds and community medical funds. Yeah. If you don't have the means, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube where the ads, like, go to support those, like, those different funds. So try to watch some of those. And if you're someone who's, like, out on the front lines combating police brutality, be safe. Be careful.
1: Don't use milk to get pepper spray out of your eyes because... Uh, the sugars in the milk might cause eye infections so water and baking soda or just regular water and I will um, post links in the description for the videos and um, I think there's one I think it's like act blue or something that'll distribute your donation across like 30 or so bill funds so I'll post that one and then there's more specific ones that I'm sure you've seen on the internet
0: so this week Lindsay. We're going to take a trip to the Northwoods of Wisconsin. Ooh! Tell me, what do you know about Wisconsin?
1: Cheese? Is that where Fargo happens, or is that Minnesota, the movie? I don't know. Okay, then the answer is cheese and possibly a Coen brother movie, but I think it is Minnesota.
0: You know what? Our list is almost exactly the same. My list was cheese and Vlad What's-His-Face. I think it's either mansions or masters from danny phantom lives there and wants to own the green bay packers but can't
1: oh oh and that 70s show takes place in wisconsin
0: oh there you go so we know cheese and we know that there's some pop culture stuff (laughs) that's about it we know it's north yes and middle yes so that was about all i knew about the state in general at least before i started research for this episode because now I also know that the Northwoods region of Wisconsin was once known for its lumber production. Ooh. This is relevant. Okay. So for a long time, the survival of some small towns literally hinged on chopping down trees. And then the trees started to run out in, like, the late 1800s. And the towns kind of said, oh, shit. Give me one sec. Yep. I have to scroll down my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but not Rhinelander resident Eugene Shepard. In the 1890s, Shepard worked as a timber cruiser and land surveyor. Now, Lindsay, in case you don't know, because I didn't, a timber cruiser is basically a lumberjack.
1: Are they the ones who stand on the logs when they go down the river and just, like, ride
0: ride it? I think it's just a general term for anyone involved in the, lum- like the lumber logging industry, because... If anyone is interested in this job, I did find a wonderful job description on Zipia.com, Ooh. where it describes a whole bunch of specialized lumberjack or timber cruiser jobs, including fallers, buckers, tree climbers, choke setters, rigging slingers and chasers, log sorters, markers, movers and chippers, logging equipment operators and log graders/slash scalers. And we'll make sure to include the link so that you can pursue all of your lumberjack dreams. Why do half of those sound like? BDSM title. <laughs> I have no idea, but I noticed that. I was like, um, we're gonna include all of these names. So now back to Eugene Shepard. He's the hero of this story, kind of. In 1893, Shepard reportedly discovered a creature which would be which would come to be known as the hodag. I feel like I've heard
1: of this. The name sounds familiar.
0: I also want to take a moment just to tell you what I titled my notes for today. Okay. Do you have any guesses?
1: It's the ho hodag throwdown, like no. Throwdown? That would
0: have also been a good one. I titled it hodag hodag ah ah gg why? Because I'm hip and cool.
1: And Iggy alia is still relevant and not canceled. So good job.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's not relevant. <laughs> what is relevant is that the hodag was rumored to have quote the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant of a giant elephant, thick short legs set off by huge claws the back end of a di- of a dinosaur and a long tail with spears at the end and it was also said to have had green eyes large fangs and two horns on its head
1: how can it have the head of a frog and the face of an elephant those two things don't really match up well none of it really matches up but those especially i don't i don't like it
0: maybe it's like the head shape of a frog but it's like the eyes are small like an elephant, and it's got the, like, little grin thing underneath that you can see underneath the trunk, minus the trunk.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Basically,
0: think, like, kind of a bulldog head with really big fangs and horns. Okay. And then, like, a lizard-shaped body with spikes all down the spine and tail. How big is this boy? We're gonna get there. Okay. The description of the hodag is actually similar to pictographs of the Mishi Peshu. Or underwater panther, which was an important mythological creature to the Ojibwe. Sorry if I said that wrong, Native Americans. Nice. And then witnesses also said that the hodag breathed fire and smoke, and smelled like a combination of quote buzzard meat and skunk perfume. The creature was approximately yeah I know.
1: Wait, like the <laughs> what a me- horrible like the meat that buzzards would eat, or do buzzards smell bad? And I just didn't know that.
0: I think it's the meat that buzzards would eat.
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So,
0: like, rotten carcasses and skunk. Delicious. So, the creature was approximately 7 feet long, two and a half feet tall, and weighed about 200 pounds. But, like, the size and appearance have been interpreted differently over the years. The Rhinelander tourism website, explorerhinelander.com, now typically depicts the hodag with, like, red eyes in a charming... And there's, like... It's really charming, but obviously joking, like, diagram of the Hodag's anatomy. It's kind of like the anatomy of a cat where it's like pets, no pet, danger zone, like things like that. It states that, so because it has red eyes in, like, the recent depictions of it, it says that the late summer sunset stole its color from the Hodag's eyes. I would probably die if someone told me something like that. Like, if they told me something really beautiful, stole its color from my eyes, I would just faint, and I would go into a coma, and I would never wake up. Oh. And then my family would have to pull the plug, and that would be the end of it.
1: This took a turn that or, I was not expecting.
0: <laughs> I would just die immediately from, like, heart palpitations, but we'll never know. Erica. What?
1: I think that the amethyst crystals stole their color from your beautiful, newly dyed hair. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, let's see. Sorry, end of podcast. I'm gonna
1: go die. Yeah, Erica just passed out, so this is the end of the podcast forever.
0: <laughs> also, apparently, hodags eat mud turtles, water snakes, oxen, and white bulldogs. Are mud turtles real? I think so. I think they're turtles that live in the mud. Oh. But also, they only eat the white bulldogs on Sundays. Don't ask why? It was never explained. <laughs> After discovering the first hodag, Shepard gathered a group of local men to hunt it down. They sent out hunting dogs, they used rifles, and they squirted it with poisoned water. So, literally, they had, like, water guns with poisoned water. Cool. But the Hodag still lived. Hell yeah, it did. The only way they managed to kill it was with dynamite. A picture of its charred remains was showcased in several newspapers. Because, you see, Shepherd wanted to use the intrigue of this fantastic creature to bolster tourism in Rhinelander and revive the town's economy since it was previously a logging town, and again...
1: They ran out of the dang trees.
0: Logged them all out. Just, like, as an aside, dynamite's not just a big fire, so I'm pretty sure that, like, if it was close enough to TNT, like, it would just blow the hodag to smithereens. Like, why would it be charred remains? That's a good question.
1: Hodag's just very strong. It's got a lot of good tendons.
0: You know it. I'm gonna let it go for now, though, because... Okay. Killing a hodag is one thing, but capturing a living hodag is way more exciting this is true so in 1896 this is 3 years after the first reports of the hodag shepherd gathered the bravest fiercest men in Rhinelander, which included some bear wrestlers which i did not know what was a thing Pe- <laughs> i mean people just there were a lot less things to do
1: you just sometimes you just got to wrestle a bear you know
0: all right i guess it's valid <laughs> Go wrestle a bear. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> and, <coughs> and all of these men then went on another hunt for the elusive hodag. And this time, they brought back a live one. How, you may ask? Well, Shepard and his bear wrestlers found their way to the hodag's cave, placed chloroform on the end of a long pole, and basically waited until the hodag passed out.
1: Also, shepherd and the bear wrestlers is my new band
0: okay you've heard it here first you can't take it nope tm tm
1: tm that's my band name don't even think about it
0: but anyway the fact that they put like chloroform on the end of a long pole kind of tells me that like number one they must have used a fuck ton of chloroform because like i'm a chemist i breathe in that shit all the time and i have not yet fainted like you breathe little fumes of it for extended periods of time, like, for multiple hours at a time, and I'm not dead. Which, like, I get it, it's not safe, but fume hoods can't stop everything. They try. Sorry. Anyway, the hodag. Back to that. <laughs> um, after they captured the live hodag, it was then shown in a darkened Kent at the... I don't even know what this would be. Oneida? Oneida? Oneida. Oneida County Fair. I'm pretty
1: sure it's, I think it's Oneida, because isn't that like a free love cult?
0: I don't know. It's O-N-E-I-D-A.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Oneida, because there's- Oneida? Yeah, that was a free love cult, and now they sell silverware. That's all I know about them. <laughs>
0: Amazing. <laughs> but it was shown at that county's fair, and over the course of its lifetime, thousands of visitors came to see the hodag at either the fair or in a shack on Shepard's property, where they would hear the creature growl and occasionally see it move. Hmm. So, since the Hodag brought in thousands of tourists to Rhinelander and still brings in tourists today, I think we can say that Eugene Shepard is truly a Eugenius.
1: I saw your fucking grin before you even started telling that joke. (laughs) And I was like, what is this?
0: (sighs) I was so ready for it. I was so excited.
1: You were. You're like, Eugene Shepard. He's a genius.
0: <laughs> mm. I'm sorry, I'm so proud of my dad jokes. It was a good one.
1: That one Thank I you. will accept.
0: Thank you. So, since he's a genius, today, the, the Hodag is still the heart and soul of the Explorer Rhinelander website, and possibly the town, as it is the mascot of the local high school, and has officially merchandised officially licensed merchandise as well as an app. What? An Instagram and a fan club. What's the app? It's like a game. Nice. It's literally a game. It's super cool. You can find it on their website. Amazing. Now and like eventually all the hype around the hodag even prompted scientists from the Smithsonian to visit and see the creature for themselves. Which led to Shepard admitting that the hodag was a hoax.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't just double down,
0: like yeah, he's like, yep, yeah, it's real. Come see it. Come see it. No, he admitted that it was a hoax. So the moving, growling creature seen by tourists was really just a puppet made of wood and oxen leather what? that he moved with, like, discreetly placed wires.
1: Good puppet, though.
0: Right? However, modern golfers often blame the hodag for disappearing golf balls, and local fishers say that the hodag snatches the best catches right off their rods. I would just like to say maybe the hoax was the real hoax. Whoa. Maybe the hoedag is real and Shepard wanted to save it. But that seems really unlikely considering the fact that he literally used dynamite to blow up the first one.
1: But it's fun to believe and maybe this little little guy, huge, big, long guy, is (laughs) out there eating golf balls and fish.
0: (laughs) I sure hope so. So if you do find yourself in Rhinelander, with Wisconsin, for whatever reason, keep an eye out for Hodag statue- statues all around the town. Maybe stop at the Rhinelander Historical Society, or the Hodag Farmer's Market, or really anything. This town apparently has a whole lot of like hiking and skiing and lakes and fun stuff, so.
1: So this is- I'm just
0: really into being outside right now since I've been outside <gasps> for so long.
1: This is the next stop on our Grand American Cryptid Tour.
0: Yes. And also, before we close out, my sources for this episode were Hodag on Wikipedia, and basically the entirety of ExploreRhinelander.com, which I definitely recommend checking out. It's super touristy, but also, like, really cute. Yay. Yay. And that's all I have for this wonderful creature. I think the Hodag would be a fun pet to have. Maybe it would be, like, the one thing I'm not allergic to. (laughs) Would be
1: nice. It would be nice. I feel like yeah, what if they make, like, a baby one? I would like to foster baby hodags. feel like seven feet is kind of long for inside.
0: I mean, someday, if I have a house and a yard, it would be good. And I could have, like, an open concept floor plan yeah. for the bottom, like, for the first floor. Nice. Or for most of the house anyway, and then the hodag has plenty of space to run around. I can take it. Good pet. Thank you. Yeah. Best pet. So, Lindsay, hmm. what is our cryptid of the week? I will
1: get to that, but first, if y'all... Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even
1: use the social medias as much as I should, so I don't blame people. It's I don't fine. blame I us for forgetting. I for
0: Instagram
1: for you this week. Yay! I don't blame people for forgetting, but if you would like to keep up with us and our very infrequent uh, Instagram posts, you can follow us on Instagram, at Just Might Exist. You can also do Twitter and Tumblr, but... I got signed out of the Tumblr and I don't remember what the password was. So that one's probably (laughs) (laughs) outie. And I don't tweet that much. So really, let's just focus on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, And if you have any stories about the HODAG, other cryptids, fun, spooky ghost stories, um, you can send them to us at justmetexistpodcast at gmail.com. And also rate and review us on iTunes. I don't know how many people are listening on iTunes, but other podcasts say that. And I'm sure that it does something. So do it.
0: Yeah, please do. We got one really nice review and I almost cried.
1: Yeah, it made me very happy. So if you would like to keep making us happy. <laughs> um, yeah, share it on iTunes. Review it, rate it, subscribe. Press the bell <laughs> for notifications. I, that's not, that's a YouTube thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep up with us. Lindsay. Erica. On that note, what is our cryptid of the week?
1: Our cryptid of the week is Erica and I getting our shit together and actually recording uh when we mean to.
0: Oh, but you're never gonna find that cryptid. I know. <laughs> We used to be so good. We used to do it on Sundays.
1: If we had, well, I think it was like when I was still in Pennsylvania and I wasn't working.
0: I mean, I always worked Sundays, but it was like I was home in the evening.
1: Yeah. Listen, life comes at you fast.